Hello and welcome back to the IDC Tech Talk podcast. I am your host, Miles Dawson, and today I'm very happy to welcome Thomas Zink to the podcast. Hello, Tom. Hi, Miles. How are you today? Quite all right. Great pleasure to be here. Brilliant. And I wonder if you could give our listeners uh, just a quick overview of uh, your coverage at IDC. Sure. So um, I'm leading IDC's European Financial Services Research. Um, we are a team of about 20 analysts worldwide and about five in Europe. We're covering all kinds of the financial services industry, spanning from retail banking, more the front office stuff, the back office, payments, uh, risk and compliance, and we also have a new program on corporate banking. Brilliant. Okay, so that's actually what we're here to talk about today is banking, but particularly the idea of the connected bank, um, what we call the next level of a digital transformation in financial services. So I wonder if you could give uh, give us a bit of background about this topic, the connected bank, and why we at IDC see it as a key topic in the coming years. Well, uh, I think the connected banking theme has been in the making for a long time within IDC and also within the industry. Um, it's, it's really trying to bring together some of the challenges and some of the new trends that are shaping the industry. I mean, it really comes from uh, a challenge that banks have been struggling with as long as I can remember, that is legacy modernization. And I think now with those new themes coming into uh, the industry, like open, like really building more a partnership approach on how you serve your customers, um, also, uh, machine learning, all those new technologies coming into the game. A lot of banks are realizing that they struggle to make that happen with their legacy architecture. So, connected banking really started out with uh, yeah, a, a new approach to leave that legacy, um, yeah, to, to modernize that legacy without necessarily replacing it. Uh, so, my, my colleague Jerry really put out great reports around the connected core. And from that, we've really expanded this, this, this concept into what we call connected banking. And that really is then also driven by the new uh, emerging and enabling technologies like cloud, like open banking, like uh, artificial intelligence coming into the game. So it's really trying to, um, well, combine a lot of the challenges that the industry has had and give them a, a strategy to, to address some of the new, uh, new um, stuff that's, that's coming their way. That's a great overview, thank you. So can I ask, how do we at IDC, how do we define the connected bank? Uh, I mean, that is really a difficult challenge because it's, it's really more of a loose concept than a, a clear definition. But what we generally mean by a connected bank is an organization that traditionally was grew and was built more as an ecosystem of itself and is now kind of transforming into an organization that's, uh, well, interacting with the ecosystem, finding new ways to interact with their, uh, with, with their customers, also through third parties. Yeah, and, and this transformation is now really accompanied by two other key trends that we see happening in the industry. So one of that is cloud. And I think financial services industry, although it has been very reluctant in venturing into the cloud, has really, uh, changed uh, its perception of it. So about two years ago, we moved. Uh, or the, the perception was shifting from my own data center is more secure than than that of a cloud provider. Now this is flipped. So that was a, a sea change to about two or three years ago. The next thing is now um, banks are opening up to move pretty much any kind of application or workload into the cloud. So I mean, it's it's still a lot of differences between different types of banks, different countries, different regulations as well. 
but generally the thinking caps are, are on uh, and and there's no limits to, to what uh, you, you can put into the club and I think that's that's another key changer and then the third pillar of that is really this trend towards open banking and I mean that's one of the, the hype terms that really came up in the last two three years in Europe it was driven by uh, regulation uh, which was called uh, PSD2 or is called and is, is going active this year uh, but it's also happening in other regions and this really means banks are connecting to a really expanded ecosystem uh, they're partnering with fintechs, they are partnering with um, other service providers, with vendors, and that entire partnership is really more built on a, well, API connectivity layer. So it's very easy to implement, it's very fast, you can basically outsource innovation to external developers. Yeah, well, uh, so, so that's an, as an example, that's why you have so many apps these days, like independent financial management apps that save um, save your information or save, um, like if you, pay, if you pay 80p, it puts 20p away savings and it connects to all of your financial accounts. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's something that's really only come about in the last, I don't know, last five years or so, is that that, that new API layer of connecting into the banks. Exactly. And I think this is really only going to accelerate now. So the, the next and last big deadline that's upcoming is in September 2019, by when banks have to open two APIs, one on account aggregation, one on payment initiation. So any third party with the consent of the customer can then really access those APIs and pull customer information into that application and, and use it. Um, and this is really, I mean, it was supposed to uh, create more competition and better customer experience in the market. How it will be picked up by the market is, I guess, the, the question we're all keen to see. Uh, I think uh, a lot of the, the early embraces will love those those kind of applications. Question is, when will the big bulk of the, the consumers follow? Do they care enough about financial services? Do they see value in financial management applications? So that is really what we are now all very, very eager to see and, and how the market will develop. Mm, absolutely. So what would you say then um, are the building blocks of a connected bank? Um, yeah, so there are uh, a couple of them, really. So, I mean, it, it really starts, I guess, with what we call business logic abstraction. So you take those legacy applications apart and break them into really small components, individual uh, services that can operate individual from each other, that are really um, very, very purpose-bound and uh, can be upgraded, can be modernized independently of each other. So microservices and APIs are a, a key building block of, of those business logic ab um, abstraction. So microservices are more concerned with internal structures of the software and every service is really required to be uh, autonomous, uh, independently deployable unit of uh, a manageable size that really interacts with other services. Um, we are uh, technology agnostic interfaces such as APIs. Uh, but then there is a lot more to that. So we already touched on cloud. Cloud is clearly a key enabler of that. You don't have to build everything yourself. You don't have to host everything yourself. You can really tap into uh, a completely new approach of consuming IT. So you don't have to build it yourself, you don't have to buy it, you basically consume it on demand. If you don't like it an anymore, you switch to something else that fits your, your services better. 
And um, so that is, I think, where there's still a lot of learning happening. So we already talked about organizations or banks now moving into the cloud, moving aggressively into the cloud. And this is a good thing. But as they do that, they still figure out some of the challenges that come with it. So who is the best provider? Who, uh, where do I host? How, what, how does that um, really uh, influence my cost structure? So there's a lot of issues that uh, have to be worked through when it comes to cloud. And then there are obviously a lot of um, responses that um, IT providers or cloud providers also came up with uh, around containers, around really making it easier to consume the IT, to migrate it from one from, from on-premise to the cloud, back if you need to. So there's a lot of uh, exploration happening here, there are a lot of solutions available in the market, so it's a very busy space. Uh, and banks are really trying to work through those those challenges. Definitely. So with the challenges then, that actually brings me on to my next question about what the main benefits and then also the main challenges are for these financial institutions pursuing a connected banking strategy. What do you think? Well, should we start with the benefits? What do you think the good things are for them? Yeah, so, I mean, the good things clearly are that banks, although they are IT companies, um, in the past, they had to focus a lot on IT and less on customers and, and making the business work. And now with those new architectures, they, they have the, the ability to respond faster. They have really the ability to focus on driving uh, their business and then really delivering a strong value proposition to their customers and not just making IT work. Uh, so flexibility, clearly uh, a big advantage. So vendor selection, do you want to build it internally? Do you want to source it from outside the organization? Uh, also, what we see happening now is that the decision making of, uh, or that the business is getting a lot more involved in the decision making. So the business obviously understands the customers, the IT doesn't. So the business is really in a position to source the best application for the job and then IT is basically just deploying it wherever it's, it fits. Uh, scalability is obviously a, a big uh, benefit uh, once you go down the cloud road. Uh, yeah, we already talked about agility a couple of times. So we really see that go-to-market speeds are increasing massively. So release cycles are well, coming down from months to weeks to days now. And I mean, I was talking to a challenger bank yesterday who's basically um, deploying a no patch strategy now. So basically every day they have a new release and at the end of the day, it's it's a new system that's running. So quite, quite uh, impressive. Uh, I guess security is a bit of a controversial point. So having that one gateway where that kind of manages all the data flows in the organization is giving you that one control instance. But on the other hand, and that's a big disadvantage, the more you connect to the ecosystem, the bigger your attack um, area is. Yeah, so the, the attack landscape all of a sudden expands exponentially. The landscape is expanding and also uh, the areas that can be attacked. Uh, so it can be your own organizations, can be a partner, it can be the, the networking in between so uh, or it can be the api so i mean although generally there's a lot of talk about how secure apis are it's still something that we have to see and as the attackers get smarter uh, and they do they always do it's uh, really the challenge to to keep pace with them 
So that actually, that kind of brings us into the challenges there. So we've just talked about the vulnerability, you know, landscape and the security. Are there any other challenges you think to having the uh, the connected banking strategy? Yeah. So we talked already about the the complexity to a degree. So moving from spaghetti to spaghettini. So that that really, I guess, is one big challenge. Uh, how do I manage that? Um, how do I orchestrate that? How do I optimize that also in the long run? And I mean, there are plenty of players in the, in the market that, that can help you with that. But I guess, as always, banks are sometimes careful. Uh, a lot of times they try to build something themselves, makes things um, ultimately more difficult. Uh, also uh, takes more time and very often you don't really follow standards so and that is one thing that is a bit of a challenge that we don't have a standard for APIs I mean in the UK there is in Europe there isn't so basically service providers will have to connect to very different kinds of APIs which will cause a lot of work and it's kind of taking a bit of the momentum out of open banking because of, of that complexity. What else do we have? I mean, we already talked about security and then clearly, uh, I think the traditional challenge that with every, every new thing, lack of talent uh, is a big challenge. I mean, uh, I think developers are really one of the most thought after resources out there. I mean, it's good that you can now you don't have to hire them and deploy them and employ them internally. You can also just source them from the ecosystem. So that is definitely helping, but still managing that um, is, I mean, it's, it's a different era. And a lot of the IT guys in banks are still very familiar with more of the legacy stuff. Mm -hmm. So that is clearly a big challenge. And then you also have generally the cultural change. And I think that, always is the biggest challenge for, for any transformation, really. So how do I change my internal governance? How do I change my processes? How do I change the KPIs of my people to, to really, well, think differently about how I want to sell to my customers? Do I want it to be, um, so yeah, do I want to be a product pusher and clearly that's not gonna gonna fly in the future anymore so how do I really um, manage my APIs to make them attractive to developers to third parties to, to actually use them and that is really a, a big transformation going on all right well thank you Tom and thank you all very much for listening I'm afraid that is all the time we have for today please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast you can follow us on SoundCloud wherever you get your podcasts iTunes etc and if you want to join in the discussion uh, you can find us on YouTube you can find us on Twitter you can find us on LinkedIn look for us under IDC Emir and get in touch we'd love to hear what you have to say love to hear your opinions if you've got something to add uh, yeah thank you all very much and see you next time well thank you and hope to see you soon and if you have any questions on the podcast also feel free to shoot me an email at tzinc at idc.com <laughs>